Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. This is Bruce Bochy, and you're listening to The Ranger Report. The Ranger Report, yeah, The Ranger Report. If you want the inside scoop, listen to The Ranger Report. Oh, here we go! This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and CJ Berryman. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me on that X thing at BDeter75. Oh, how the tides can turn in this crazy-ass game we call baseball, especially in this crazy-ass season for the Texas Rangers. I'm CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on the X app. Kane, go ahead and introduce yourself. What up, y'all? It's Kane. Uh... Do I need an introduction at this point? I'm, I'm the legend of the Ranger. Oh, good. No, that's Lord. what I was saying. Just introduce yourself. I'm not going to introduce you anymore. You no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Yeah. What up, y'all? It's Kane. Uh, <laughs> Stay humble, I'm, bro. <laughs> find me on Twitter somewhere at Kane underscore McCutcheon Six. That little Twitter thing that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, no one does anymore. But anyway, no, 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 no. We are brought to you on the Preferred Health Solutions online studio. We are part of the Fans First Sports Network, Dallas Sports Nation, and of course. Walton's everything but the meat. So, guys, last time we did a show, Kane wasn't here, but last time we did a show, we were so excited. The Rangers had a 2-0 lead on the Houston Astros and we're coming back to Arlington. And, uh, CJ, that, that didn't go so well. No, it did not. Now, our predictions were me and Tyler had game six. You had game five with the Rangers. All three of us had the Rangers taking it. Yep. Um, it looked I, – I just didn't see the Rangers not at least – 
winning one game at home. Yeah, one me too. Three. I didn't see Houston, which they're extremely good on the on the road and terrible at home, but uh, it it just didn't work out in that that game five the way the way it ended. Uh, it just it it sums up the season. That's exactly the way the season has been. Uh, right there, Rangers get a lead. Uh, they don't they don't out bomb. You know they don't go crazy scoring runs. They leave a, a ton of people game, on base. Leave a ton of people on base. Got we'll get into that too. Yep. I got. I mean, I got a lot to say. <laughs> I'm sure y'all do too. But that game sums it everything up. And just after the game last night, I felt like I needed to vomit. Like I seriously <laughs> felt a little bit sick for about 15 minutes, and yeah. it really took me like an hour to just stop. I just didn't want to talk about it. Didn't want to think about it. And just, uh, just, just, just rough. Luckily, <laughs> there is a tomorrow. Um, so we'll yeah. see. We'll have to see both games now going to H-Town. Yeah, and Kane, that's not exactly a bad thing. They've played really well in Houston in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you can pull a positive from it, it's that. Um, you've won two games in Houston. Um, I think CJ pretty much summed up where this is right now. Uh, I mean, you got gut punched. It, that's what it feels like. I mean, it, for all the fans, for really the entire Metroplex, like you, you can kind of feel it. You can, I mean, you know, I'm not exaggerating when, you know, like, you know, when, the, when things are going well, we're up 2-0, like for me, at least, you know, I'm at, I'm at school and everyone's wearing the stuff and, and, and you're, you're going around town and everyone's wearing the stuff. And now you're, you're going around town and it, it feels like you got gut punched. Um, and you did yeah. quite frankly, you absolutely got ran out of your own stadium three times in a row. And it's, it's unfortunate. Um, but look, I mean, there's 26 other teams on their couch right now, um, and you're not one of them. So you gotta, you gotta bounce back and you, there's nothing left. You know, that's all there is to it. At this point, you have no choice and they're not just going to roll over and go home. You know, I've been around this team enough this year to know that Bruce Bochy is the, you know, one of the greatest managers of all time. And he's not going to bring in a team that's unprepared. So like you said, yeah, they're going to Houston. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, um, you just got to kind of flush it down the drain and just go. And that's one thing that the Rangers have done all season long is put losing streaks behind them and turn right back around and start winning streaks again. Now, you know, this has only been a three game losing streak, but it's not, I mean, people that are saying it's over, it's not over. You know, the Rangers have the capability of ripping off six in a row and winning the world series right now, but they also have the capability of just, you know, stinking the place up on Sunday or Monday and losing the series. So it could go either way, but I think, I think game six, obviously I think the Rangers have a great shot with Evaldi on the mound, but what got me, in yesterday's game, just to bring it back up, because, you know, we're not all hurting enough, is that it was Jose Al- Jose Altuve that did the gut punch. You know, yeah. not yeah. like Jordan Alvarez. I would have been like, all right, that makes sense. But we let Jose Altuve again, you know, knock in the game-winning run. And then, of course, Kane and I talked about this off air. Why, why didn't Simeon bunt? Yeah. Why did Josh Smith stay at second on the fly out at the that, wall? I mean, there that was some was base something. running and some, and some base and some batting decisions that I thought were very suspect in that ninth inning. Yeah, it's funny you say that because my dad after the game was was saying kind of the same thing. Uh, I didn't talk much about. I just didn't want to talk about it. But uh, and my dad, I think, understood because I just was not. Well, I would elaborate a well, little bit. I turned I, my phone. I turned my phone off for an hour. I thought about it, but I just like nah, just whatever. And uh, but no, I mean, I think with Simeon's struggles this off this postseason. Let me think about it. He had more hits than anybody during the regular season. Yeah, that's a guy you want up 
in that situation. It Definitely. really is. But his but his postseason has just been bad. And I think it would have. I, I agree with y'all. It should have. They should have at least attempted a bunt until they got a strike on him. Yeah. After that, I mean, it's not a you know not two strikes. Obviously, when he has to swing, just let him let him attempt a bunt. And if he screws it up or takes a strike, then go ahead and let him swing away. But I would have liked to have seen at least an attempt at a bunt to move those runners over with uh, with one out and you're you're the middle of your order coming up behind look behind him i mean we'll see well, there were no there were no outs at that point yeah there were zero outs it would have been yeah. one out with a bunt yeah with a bunt you're they, right yeah they got yeah. the out and then you have seager evan carter and adolis garcia coming up that well, not garcia been, though or, would have yeah, been yeah, travis jankowski would have been jankowski yeah oh no 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 that, that was yeah that's right that's right, that's right. yeah he'd been Honestly, ejected though, already the whole bunt yeah. thing is a hill i'm willing to die on and people Same here people have been arguing with me on this but like take Simeon out of the window, right? Okay. Like, let's say, you know, he's struggling, you know, but it's, that's someone you would want to have up. I don't care who it is that you would want to have up. I need those runners over so that the best hitter in baseball can come up. Okay. You know, they're going to walk Seager, right? Let's say Simeon lays down the butt. They're going to yeah, walk. They're going to load the bases there. You have the bases loaded with Evan Carter at the plate. Like that, yep. you, that's a better chance of tying the game than you had in the, the ninth inning yesterday. Like, and with only one out. Yeah. With only one out. One exactly. Out. Like, and I mean, you know, say whatever, like Jankowski's coming up next. Yes. But like, I mean, the base is loaded. There's instantly more pressure on a pitcher. One pitch gets away and that's, you know, you're scoring run. Well, yeah. and look at it this way too. Yeah. It's Jankowski coming up because Garcia got the ejection. And I know we'll talk about that in a minute because that was another <laughs> whack, whack ass situation, but Jankowski's a hard guy to double up. Yeah. So yeah. you're, you're, you're hoping to get just a, a third to first type, uh, Double play uh, that puts a lot of pressure on the defense. The yep. fans be going crazy. The bases are loaded. It's a completely different situation. I mean, even if Seager, even if they didn't walk Seager, which they they would have, yeah, hundred percent with 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 runners on second and third and first base open, they would have. But there, the pressure is on big time at that point. And when it, it seemed like when and, and Simeon smashed the hell out of that ball, it was just he did. I was going to say that, yeah, it was just a hell of a catch, a leaping catch there at short, and and that kind of it kind of just kind of sucked the life out of it a little bit, especially once Seager flew out. I think and, I would just like someone to come on, comment, whatever, and tell me that you're not confident with the bases loaded and a kid at the plate who chases less than ten percent of the time. Like, tell me you're not confident in that kid to hit a freaking sack yeah. fly. Yeah, he's a different. Base hit, a base hit wins the game. He's different, yeah. and that's and that's why Bochi, Bochi, who's managed since Moby Dick was a minnow. That's why, <laughs> that's why he's got him at third because the kid's different. Yeah, and one of, and a veteran manager yeah. who's a Hall of Famer, uh, one of the best has one of uh, most His pedigree. Wins, yeah, one, yeah. The, I mean, he's every, all he's got plenty of things behind him. He's yeah. got a rookie that's been here a little over a month. Hitting third in the ALCS. That means yeah. that tells you all you need to know about Evan Carter. And yep. it just uh, that ain't that that right there. And and Josh Smith. Think about that too. If Josh Smith, why he didn't tag up? I, no, I don't no know clue. what he was. No I don't clue. know what he was sitting there waiting for. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, he in the long run, it would. And so you've got a guy on third, Ben, and that's putting pressure, more pressure yeah. on Presley when you got a, the runner. The, the tying run on third instead of second base because that doesn't guarantee 
a run. I, I, you would think it would with with Josh, with uh, Josh Smith, a base hit with scoring, but there's a chance that it wouldn't. But if yep. he's on third, Presley, the more pressure's on Presley. Correct. So, sorry to interrupt you, Ben. No, I was just going to say, yeah, it's, I mean, I was going to say it wouldn't have mattered because Evan Carter strikes out, but if Smith was on third, that would have been a different at-bat. Because yeah. like you said, it would have put more pressure on, on Presley. It would have made it a harder at-bat. He would have had to pitch more carefully to make sure he didn't throw a wild pitch. And instead, Smith stays a second, and he easily strikes out Evan Carter, who doesn't strike out very often. But I'll tell you what, that was a nasty pitch that struck him out. I mean, Presley is good. That was a yeah. nasty pitch that got Carter. Yeah, when he when he dropped that curveball and and yeah. Evan nasty. Carter, you can get Evan Carter to chase like that. Yeah. And I mean, it was it had late break on it too. And it was before, real late break. And before we go, oh, sorry, go ahead. That's just uh, that's what Presley does. That's why the Astros have been in the ALCS the last seven years. I mean, this is that we're looking at why. It sucks. It sucks yeah. really bad. But <laughs> um, you give the Astros credit. I can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't go through. I mean, given you can say all the, all you want about what Dusty Baker did, but with refusing to leave the game and, and icing, which if you think about it, that's smart. Yeah. It's smart. It sucks. And you did, of course it's Houston doing it. Yeah. It's a cheap, cheap thing to do instead of just getting your ass out of, you know, in the clubhouse. Yep. But it worked. Yep. I mean, certain guys just have a knack for the playoffs, like in in just big moments in general, like we see it with Adolis Garcia, um, you know, a reason like i said this on the last show there's a reason every time the nba playoffs come around we talk about lebron james no matter how old he is he just has a knack for those moments and it's like the astros have several guys that have a knack for those moments they've been there they've done that altuve like presley i mean you know i have you know friends that are astros fans that are during the regular season they're not super high on presley and he comes in the playoffs and he's just bam 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 it's like certain guys just have a knack for those moments and the astros have been there and done that so they've built a lot of those guys and you know that's that's who you're facing you're facing the defending champs i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna add that add on to that kane because there is one guy in their lineup and this straight pisses me off martin maldonado yeah absolutely throw strikes he and, and he, he, he can't has hit. A, he's a lifetime to he's just over 200. What is he here? Uh, a lifetime, not to mention 207 hitter. Yeah, I was just going to point out the fact too that in the ninth inning, you also walked Jonathan Singleton, who which bears, I was also going to bring up. Yeah, you, nobody knew he was even on the damn roster. <laughs> he's hitting 100, <laughs> he's, he's hitting 158. You walk him, yeah, uh, just that was the killer. The, the walk to the him order. was the killer. Mm. And, but Maldonado, the hits that he's gotten and and the, the walks that he's gotten have all been in big situations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He really hasn't done much during the, the early and mid parts of the game. Yeah. But at the end of the game, for whatever reason, the Rangers walk yeah. him or surrender a hit. Or, I mean, if he gets a hit early in the game, it's usually with runners in scoring position. Yep. We, the Rangers yep. aren't doing that. They're just nope. slugging their way. And I understand, yes, we've scored the most runs during the regular season than anybody else. But it was a lot of mash. The Rangers go up there and they they get those runs with run, you know runners get on base. They're still swinging for the fences. A lot of times they've they've succeeded, <clears throat> and you have blowout you know blowout situations. Yeah, this was uh, a, this was an opportunity right there to to play old school ball. When was the last time you saw two runners on base, or at least a runner in scoring position, and the Rangers just slap a single and score the run? Not it's often. been a while. I, I can't remember the last time that's happened. 
Yeah, I think one thing too, it kind of goes back. So I always tell people, it's like, it's not always about the amount of big hits that you get, but it's when you get them. And there's several points where I even thought in, in game four, um, you know, when Seager hit the line drive that ended up being the double play, like if you could have got a big hit right there, you could have climbed back into that game. Um, Not to mention, um, you know, yesterday you had several, you had first and second on and nobody out in the eighth inning and you didn't score. Um, You know, you couldn't get a big hit in the ninth inning. It's like, you know, like, you know, Seager hit a home run, it was a solo shot. And Daniel Lowe hit a home run, it was a solo home run. Like it's, it's when you get the big hit and that sucks. And it's like, you know, that's, that's the way baseball go. Like some of it's luck. Like, you know, it's, you got to get the big hit when you need it. And they just, they just haven't been able to do that so far. Yeah. Before we talk about the fight, I just wanted to say what you said is, is that, uh, you know, well, just like in game two, they gave up two home runs to Alvarez, but they were solo shots and they still won the right. game. It's yeah. when you give up the hits and who's on base when you give up the hits and right. walks have been killer. But I just want to say, you know, it's been, I mean, it's not like the Astros have been unbeatable during this streak. No. The Rangers have left so many people on base. And I mean, tagging Simeon on the batting glove, sticking out of his pocket, you know, yeah. talk about talk about luck right there. That's what I'm saying. It hasn't been like clean, perfect baseball from the Astros, which is why I feel like the Rangers still have a shot in this series. But let's speaking of a shot, let's talk about Adolis Garcia getting hit in the middle of the back with a 96 mile an hour fastball. Here's what I think. I think Dusty did not call that, but I think um, the pitcher still did it on purpose on his own. I don't think I he was told to do it. I think he did it on purpose. And I'm pretty sure Maldonado had something. Called it. it I think well. Maldonado called it. Uh, I know after the game he said, oh, I'm just trying to throw a fastball high and in. Look at where Maldonado is set up before that yep. pitch. Yep. Right in the middle of the plate. If he was trying to. If yeah, he was, he was trying, not. He was not. The, yeah. If it was a pitch call. He knew He knew where the pitch was going. Mm-hmm. And, and how many people had a brave hit? throughout the year the guy for a hard throwing reliever two for a hard throwing reliever like that has really good control yeah. he was surprisingly a little sporadic last last night but he doesn't he doesn't but he didn't many and he didn't look surprised at all when he hit him like Not he, didn't, at all. he didn't show the signs of oh man that slipped out he was just he looked straight at him yeah, yeah. so it, it was an odd situation and, and, and again, credit Dusty Baker. I mean, it was stupid on their part on, yeah. on Maldonado. Well, and I think he was just part. as mad as at his players as he was at getting thrown out. Yeah, because he was, I don't think I guarantee you in the playoffs, down by two runs in pivotal game five. You Dusty's do not, not going to call as that. a manager. The, you do not call that. Yeah, he, right. especially him. He's one of the greatest ever. Correct. As well. You do but not call that. He's also one of the greatest ever. What he did after that, like just yes, well, just staying smart, out there, yeah. smart yep. ice up. Uh, uh, Jose Leclerc, if if Raldis Chapman does his job yeah. in the eighth, then Leclerc doesn't have to come in in the Leclerc eighth. Leclerc doesn't have to come in until the ninth. So yeah. again, it's on the Rangers right there. It, it certainly yeah. is. And then again in the ninth, you got two runners on. Presley doesn't look his best. They don't take advantage of it. The Astros have taken advantage in the, every single game against the Rangers. Anytime the Rangers have slipped up, which in games three and games four was a lot. That's why the Astros yep. ran away with it early. And then last night in clutch moments, the Rangers make a mistake. Jose Altuve, one of the greatest hitters of all time yep. in, in playoff history, future Hall of Famer, goes out there and hits a three-run homer. So I, I think it's so unfortunate, too, because, like, you know, you guys pretty much covered the fight. And um, it's, it seems like yesterday just seems like one of those games where so much had to go right for the Astros to be able to even win. And yep. sure enough, every single thing that needed to go their way bounced their way. Um, and it's, you know, it wasn't like 
that, that's why I think we're all sitting here in this mood because it wasn't like games three and four where you, you know, you just, you I would have rather lost yesterday. Eight, nothing. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. I mean, I don't, you know, if those guys bounce back from that, I mean, it's, it's going to be tough, but there's been times this year where I'm like, you know, I'm still feeling it. And those guys go out there and they bounce back from it. So it's like, yep. you know, they're going to be ready. Boshi said that yesterday. You know, I said that earlier, they're going to be ready. And yep. You know, you just you just move on from it. But right now, right now is things. You didn't lose the series, but it, it kind of feels like you did. Yeah. Thank God they have a day off to wash yep. it away. Yep. Because if this was a turnaround game, like if, if go back, I'm sure I don't know how much you remember about this game because you were you were a really little chap. Uh, but <laughs> game game six of the 2011 World Series, this feels so much like that. And then the yeah, we don't we don't talk about game that. seven. It didn't have much time to 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 brush it off, and they looked flat. They just looked like defeated, and yeah. they were. They got they, defeat. were. they got beat, and didn't you know unable to win the World Series. But this time, maybe the Rangers can reverse the course in their own game six. Maybe well, if any team can, if luck. any team can do it, it's this team because it they is. are they are resilient. Yeah. The other team that you could say the same thing about is the Houston Astros. Correct. Could do this. Both. That's why I still think either team can win this series because mm-hmm. both teams can have a bounce back. I mean, tomorrow could go, you know, two to one into the ninth inning, and then Seeger could hit a three run bomb to win the game, you know, just like what Altuve did this time. Or it could be 10 to eight, you know, <laughs> somebody yeah. could win it. There's or it no could be, it could be four to nothing. It just depends on which Avaldi shows up, which Framber Valdez shows up. So let's talk about that game with Avaldi on the mound and a day off in between. So our bullpen will be lined up the way it's supposed to be. I feel pretty decent about games. I do. Yeah, I, I agree. You have to. With how Evaldi's been pitching, you have to. And if you feel good about game six, then like if you can win game six, game seven, you know, what happened the rest of the series doesn't matter. It's all hands yeah. on deck. If you got a uniform on, then you, you could play and you got a starting pitcher or what. If you can win game six, you have the momentum back again. And that's what yeah. they need. Yeah. yeah. So. I mean, I think you got it. You don't feel great about where you're at, but to give up on this team, I think is downright stupid. No, I, I oh, agree. Oh yeah, hey, like you said earlier, how many teams are sitting on their couch watching the Rangers play right now? Yep. But there's still two more chances. You have two more chances, so you let you let you let your momentum and you let uh, opportunities slip away from you in three games. Hey, you still got two more chances. By the way, uh, right. um. I just got to say this. The Rangers fans are contractually obligated to hear this every day, but Baltimore has a really bright future. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you guys remembered that, that the Orioles have a really bright future. The John Smoltz must have called you and told you to get that in there. Didn't yeah, I got an email saying that I had to get that into the podcast today because it has to be said every day. Uh, yeah. And, and Okay. I, I, I don't want to go too off onto this, but like the game calling has just been awful. I mean, in in that game, uh, was it game two where the Astros scored, or game, I'm sorry, game four, the second game in Arlington where the Astros scored two runs in the first inning? Mm-hmm. And Smoltz, actually said, it's a shame they didn't score more going <laughs> to the break. Like, he actually, like, they hate, why do they hate the rain? I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. Like, with Tampa, with Baltimore, and with Houston, they just can't stand the Rangers. Dude, well, when I and, hit that home run, I thought Joe Davis was going to die. I was like, oh, I did too, yeah, I, I did too. too. Me too, and then... <laughs> and then he said, "Is as uh, <laughs> Altuve when they showed the replay of Altuve rounding first, they said 
look at him doing it as calm as can be like he's done it before. Yeah, they did say that. And he, so that was a shot. It, yep. It, Adolis, it just, anyways, we've, I think we've bitched enough about that. I think so too. So anyway, well, I just wanted to bring it up, bring up the, the Baltimore thing. Cause I find it hilarious, but anyway, but going, um, back, going back yeah, to go ahead. real quick, Ben. Yeah. You, we, I, I feel, I feel confident with Uvalde going, he's three, and zero right now. He's, he's won each game he's pitched in the postseason. He's got a two, two, nine ERA, 24 K's to one walk. He's had a, uh, uh, quality start in, Every single game he's pitched in the playoffs thus far. And then you got Framble Valdez, who's not had a very good postseason. He's 0-2 with 11-5-7 ERA. If you can do that again, jump on them again. Jump on Valdez, get to their bullpen. That's not only going to help relax Nathan Uvalde, but if he does his job and does what he's been doing for the entirety of the playoffs, that's going to help the Rangers more by getting to the bullpen of the uh, the Astros yep. because they got to turn around and play the next day. They're not going to get any rest. And like you said, it'll be all hands on deck game seven. Jordan Montgomery could pitch in game seven somewhere. You know, everybody would be on the table for game seven. I mean, Austin Hedges could pitch somewhere in game seven. You never know. So, yeah. I mean, game game seven is all hands on deck when you, if you, if I say when, I hope, if you get well, there. And I think the Rangers have a more than good chance of getting to game seven. And, and luckily, and we'll get into Scherzer now, that's going to be your likely starter for game seven. Yeah. So, I know he didn't do very well in his first start back, but like we said, we'll hope for four innings. Uh, it, we really didn't know what we were going to get. Yes. Yeah. He's a future hall of famer. It would have, would not have shocked me at all. If he came out on fire no. with four or five innings of shutout ball, but it's hard to expect anybody to do that coming off the aisle from since mid September, I believe is when he went on the aisle. Yeah. Mid or early. And just having it all come together just right. No. However, he was able to get uh, some things that he can take with him into the next start. And yep. he's going to be more built up pitch count wise. And he's going to, he's going to be able to really set up the game plan to attack the Astros hitter hitters a lot better. Cause he got, Again, that opportunity. Yeah, in a losing situation in which he he did go four innings, but he took the loss in that one. Uh, that second inning really got to him. But yep. he's got a lot to take into his next start. Yeah, and yeah. that's a good thing. And the and the and the pitch count. It, he, I don't think he's going to be on account. I think nope. it's, it's nope. full go. I think that's a good point because, uh, and you know, before his first start, he said, I don't, he said he didn't even know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, obviously he knows what to expect. And it's like, I mean, I would think about it like this is like, if you do get to a game seven, it's like, you know, you got to use all the guys that you can to get you nine innings, right? Like Scherzer's on the table, obviously Dunning's on the table. Heaney's available. Bradford's available, you know, assuming you don't use some games. Like, it's like, you know, you just got to get some combination of nine innings. That's what the playoffs is. That's why it's so different than the regular season. So it's like, I think, I think you've got to be feeling, you've got to be feeling at least half decent about where you're at and certainly in no reason to give up. And if you want to give up, go look at the Dallas Cowboys right now, because that's what you're going to next. So I yep. would be, I would be pretty yeah, happy. They, they won the other night against the Chargers, but they didn't. It's just, it wasn't one of those wins that where I'm like, all right, we're back on track. Nah, they didn't look. It, no. To me, it just looked bland. It was a bland football game. All right, after he shoves, then you will be saying, "All right, we're back." <laughs> yep. All right, let's do final thoughts, Kane. I'll start with you. Final thoughts: Game six and seven. Go ahead. 
Uh, I, I, like I said, I think you've got a good shot. Um, you know, you've got your guy on the mound game two or game six, sorry. Um, and then once you get to game seven, like I said, it's all hands on deck. So you've got a fighting chance. That's all you can ask for. You know, the Orioles who have such a bright future in Cancun right now, right? Like they're not even playing. Um, so you've got a good shot. You're facing the defending champs. They need one win at home. They're going to, it's going to be good baseball. You know, if you're not a baseball fan, tune in. Um, you know, I know DFW, I've been born and raised here. So I know y'all are going to come out. Y'all are going to support. Um, people Texas are going to live. is going to be lit. Watch yep. party is going to be popping. You know, everything yep. Texas live is going to be popping. So I know people aren't giving up yet. And uh, I think it's going to be exciting. It's a fun time to be a Ranger fan. You know, you got to think this team wasn't even supposed to be here. So you got a fighting chance. That's all you can ask for. All right, CJ, final thought, game six and seven. Hopefully game, game I mean, seven. They, they, they've got, I feel like, again, I, I feel pretty good about game six. I feel good about this going seven. I really do. My thing is, and this this is going to probably hurt some people's feelings and piss some folks off and get them cussing, and probably they're never going to listen to us again, but <laughs> I don't see the visiting team winning every game as a sustainable tr- uh, trend. Unfortunately, uh, yes, the Rangers have a great chance with Scherzer going again in seven, game seven. But that alone, that 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 little nugget alone with the winning team being the away team in each game. And if they get to game seven, it's going to have to happen again. And if they win game seven, it's going to have to happen again. I think that's got to be a record of the winning team not winning single game in a game seven game seven series yeah i don't see it as being sustainable so i don't i don't feel great about the the rangers winning odds in game seven and i wouldn't be shocked to see the astros win game seven and go to another damn world series (laughs) yeah i also believe the rangers have a great shot at game six but i think if they win game six they have all the momentum so if scherzer can be even just decent you know, he wasn't decent even last time. If he can be just decent, yeah, I think he was, the Rangers he was are all right. You he know, he was all right, and he said himself that he would have pulled himself too. Yeah. And he said Bochi made the right call because mm-hmm. he just wasn't feeling it anymore. He wasn't hitting his spots, which was the big problem. But mm-hmm. if he hits his spots, I think the Rangers have a fantastic chance in Game if Seven. If he pitches like he did in that first inning again, I mean, he was on. He's his velocity's there. Yeah. So it looks like he's he. Yeah. There's no. There's no joking around. He's he's. He's good to go. He's so Rangers healthy. fans, what you should take away from this show today is don't give up. We have two games left. Let's we go. have one, we have one max left or one minimum left if they we don't do what they think they're gonna do. But I think we have two left. <laughs> and we have, I mean, the, the odds are just the same. And again, how cool would it be to own the record of being of winning a seven game series without winning a home game? That would be amazing. I, that would be awesome to do. And I'm I'm man, I hope they do it. Like I said, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I am so emotionally invested in this team. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I know all three of us are. Like I, I mean, said, I, I turned my phone off for an hour after the game. Yes, last, last night. <laughs> night I tried everything I could do to get my mind off of what I just saw. Kane uh, can I attest started, to that because you texted me. It was about an hour until I texted you back, right? Yeah. I, was, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I started playing video games that were not baseball games. Just <laughs> something to get my mind off, just off of it. And yep. it. But again, like we've all said. You got two more chances. Take care of the first one and the emotions of of these 
hopefully next two games, but damn sure game six, mm -hmm. the emotions of that stadium with the fans, there's a lot of Rangers fans that are going to be there too, yep. but the emotions of the players and, and managers and coaches on both teams are, is going to be sky freaking high. Yep. Yep. All right, guys. Um, we will be back on after the series ends one way or the Hopefully other. Hopefully we're talking to y'all on Tuesday. Yep. We're either talking about the World Series, which we'll talk about it either way, but about the Rangers in the World Series, or we start our off-season breakdown of the season, which, you know, in, in honor of the Rangers, which we usually start in, you know, mid-September <laughs> this year. This yeah. year we're in late October and we still haven't started our breakdown oh. of the season, which I love. And they have a bright future. Like oh, it's it's been a blast. <laughs> it, it really has. It's been. I mean, like I said, it hurts expected. right now. But two yeah. weeks from now, I told Kane. Two weeks from now, I'm going to look back and think, man, what a fantastic season overall. <coughs> this has been my season of all time. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I mean, I I didn't experience 2010, 2011 when I was real little. But this has been my favorite season. I mean, just yeah. from the beginning, like everything you know from dominating to the beginning of the season to the ups and downs yeah. like you know going to so many of the games like this has been my favorite season yep. of all time like i've had a blast and I, I know the fans have too definitely yeah and again bochi said that this has been the weirdest season he's ever managed <laughs> and for it has been that and that's why that's why i think winning game seven is possible because how weird would that be it's not likely at all mm -hmm. that's why it makes it again but you'd be like i don't know how we did that just like he has with everything else so and i don't amazing. I, I don't know if Ben feels the same way to me. This feels similar to 2010, but I yeah. think 2010 is my favorite season ever because yeah. Uh, Game we, six we, against the Yankees strike three called the Rangers to go into the world series. Well, is my and, favorite and, moment of all time. And them going getting to the world series. We thought, or, and everybody thought in the year before that they didn't expect to contend and mm -hmm. it, they had a winning season and we were like, okay, they, they to everybody, the scouts, the experts, blah, 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 thought they were a year away when yep. they did go to the 2010 World Series. And it yep. was, I mean, that was just a wild ride when it yep. went, went to a place we'd never gone before. And that win against Tampa Bay when Cliff Lee went the distance yeah, and actually sent the Rangers to the to the ALCS yep. was such a great feeling. And I hope to feel that again. In game seven with the Rangers Me on top. Too. I just don't. I'm not going to end it that way. Let's 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 go Rangers, baby. Let's go Rangers. <laughs> All right, guys. See you on the next one. All right. Thank you all. Have a good one. Deuces. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at the rangerreport.com.